I wouldn't know how in the hell I'm supposed to hide five white folks if the police come in this neighborhood, they don't even come in a white car. They send a black SUV. Spend my license. My license business spend in here. You ain't doing nothing. I ain't had a license 38 years. Say, what the hell she talking about? She's gonna spend my life. What that gonna do? I got keys. That's it. I'm calling the police. I ain't scared of no popo. Call the popo, ho. Call the popo, ho. Now you mentioned Medea being retired. What yeah. does that mean? I'm confused by that whole idea of Medea retiring. Medea doesn't retire, darling. Medea doesn't die. She's like a gremlin. She's always gonna be around. It's time for me to kill that old bitch. I'm tired. It's time for me to kill that old bitch. I'm tired. Good morning, everyone. As you walk on down to take your final viewing of Sister Medea, please remember that the first two pews are for family. <clears throat> now that we're settled, my name is the Honorable Reverend Dr. Letitia Jackson, and I'd like to welcome you to the Nod to God Holy Tabernacle. We come here today to honor our dear and beloved sister, Mabel Medea Simmons, who has passed on, retired, if you will, to go be with the Lord. But this is not, not a sad occasion. This is a celebration of life. This is a celebration that Medea, as y'all knew, has gone home. Now, now, first, let me just say thank you to the family for trusting us with such a momentous occasion. I feel so good because in the pews today, I see a large collection of friends and family. Hello there, Sister Cicely. Oh, Sister Taraji. And over there, Sister Tamala. And of course, I also see some haters because y'all know Medea had plenty of haters. I'm sanctified, so I won't call y'all out, but that's a living testament to the power and reach Sister Medea had. For 20 years, Medea made us laugh. She comforted us. And sometimes she shot at us. Lord have mercy. Yes, she did. And she also made us angry. From the onset, people wanted her gone, said she stood for the wrong things, but she kept on. Through family reunions, jail, witness protection, Christmas, and even Halloween. Hallelujah, yet she did. Some say she was good, y'all. Lord have mercy. Some say she held us back. God give me strength. What no one can say is that she wasn't important, that she wasn't an icon. And in light of that, we are going to celebrate her memory today. Oh, yes. And because Medea wasn't exactly known for being in the pews, I called in reinforcements. You're going to hear from people who loved and loathed her. Folks like Jason Parham of Wyatt and James T. Green now, Brittany Luz, Brother Eric J. Eddings, and a surprise celebrity guest. Y'all know Medea had pull. First up, though, I'd like to welcome Jason Parham to the pulpit to ground today in a reading of scripture. Come on now. Come on up. Come on up. Morning, saints, and thank you to the Simmons family for having us today. 
If you could, please turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 7. As the good book reminds us, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, and it keeps record of no wrongs. Looking back on the life of Mabel Medea Simmons, we see she was rarely patient and seldom kind. In fact, envy often fueled her. She loved to boast, relished in her own pride, and did not hesitate to dishonor others who crossed her path. As the Simmons matriarch, she was routinely self-seeking and quick to anger, a fire breather of the rarest assortment. In life, she chronicled every last record of those who'd wronged her and sought revenge where she saw fit. As 1 Corinthians continues, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And though Medea was a protector, at times the fiercest among us, she was ever slow to trust and did not always hold out hope. But her rejection of these qualities was itself a kind of love, an extension of a different kind of benevolence. She saw life for what it was, hard, unfair, rigged against her and her kinfolk, and adjusted accordingly. In Medea, we were and remain able to understand love as something much more expansive, as something much more ablaze with passion. She pulsed with an uncontainable spirit to the very end. And here, in her strange and imperfect grasp of love, she teaches us one final lesson, that to live, is to love. Again, thank you to the Simmons family and rest in peace. Amen. I don't know about you, but I just feel so lifted every time I hear the word. Thank you, Brother Jason, for anointing our services today. Now, we all know Sister Medea loved a song. Y'all remember when she remixed Adele's Hello? Hello. Y'all better stop. It's me. Don't y'all do that today. I was wondering if after all these years you liked me. Well, in honor of that, next up, I'd like to introduce our very own sister, Brittany Luce, to come and bless us with a song. Brittany can sing. Much better, better when I look 
Now look, y'all, I know it's Medea, but keep in mind you're in the house of the Lord. Oh, nice. So many hands up with reflections. Oh, it looks like Brother James T. Green has got something on his spirit about Sister Medea. Come on up, Brother Green. Come on up. Congregation, I'm here to tell you a little story. Most of y'all think of Medea as a movie star a maven of the film world. But I want to take a little different focus. Her beginnings on the stage play circuit in the early 2000s. You see, back in my day, there weren't any youngs or lils with the rainbow-colored hair talking about woo-woo swag. I was what they called a PK, a preacher's kid. While the rest of the world was saying bling-bling, I was getting my ice from the original BG himself, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My dad was a minister, and my mom was a nurse at the church. We'd come in the church as the sun was rising, setting up for Sunday school, and we'd leave as the sun was setting. Sunday service was an all-day event. And, of course, we'd end the day at Golden Corral. Send a prayer for that mac and cheese. Being a preacher's kid meant that I was a bit insulated growing up. I missed out on the rise at UPN and 106 in Park. I was an artistic kid, trading a football for a fresh pad of paper from Michael's. At the same time, I felt a little aimless. I wasn't sure how to make work. I couldn't figure out what was my perspective, especially since the media around me wasn't necessarily made for me. The programs that surrounded my childhood was ABC7 and the 700 Club. One day, I remember my mom coming home with a DVD. I wasn't sure if it was bootlegged from the salon, but it it didn't matter. A wide shot of the stage filled the screen. The set looked like my grandmother's living room. A raspy voice in the corner filled the room. The accent sounded familiar, but off. On stage left, Mabel Medea Simmons. Medea, funny enough, is what we called my great-grandmother. And the way she talked reminded me of people in my own family. Bold, proud, and in love with the Lord. Hearing Medea's voice surrounded with laughter and seeing black folks flock to it was one of the first times I thought that I, a little black boy in the Midwest, could become an artist. And I started to find my own voice. Oh, come on, tell it. Brother Eddings, wake up the little ones over there in the corner, please. Sit up, boy. All right, anyway, anyway, as I was saying, Medea. So 2005 rolled around, and I came across a trailer for a film. It seemed familiar. Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the stage play I saw bits and pieces of on DVD, 
with getting a real life release. As soon as the movie was out on video, my mom went right to Blockbuster and picked up a copy. My memory is a little hazy, but I believe I watched it as my mom was braiding my hair. As the movie went on, something inside me changed. A moment that was supposed to be powerful wound up being slapstick camp. And that moment was when Helen pushes wheelchair-bound Charles into a hot tub. I felt different, sad even. The scrappy nature of the stage play was gone, and this high-gloss reenactment didn't capture the same joy I once felt. In that moment, something hit me. While the stage plays showed me what was possible as a young artist, the movies showed me what I didn't want to do as an older artist. Morgan, give me a little soul for this next part. You got it, brother. Oh, yeah. Medea has become the Joker to my Batman. She showed me a path of creating work within the secret language of blackness and then revealed my limits, the lines I'm not willing to cross. And for that, I'm thankful for Medea and how she shaped me. Wow, Brother Green, that was truly, truly beautiful. All right, y'all, we need to take a quick break just for one second. No, seriously, we need to take a break. Is there a doctor in the house? It appears Aunt Kathy is choking on a peppermint. Someone come and help now, and we'll get this going again soon. All right, y'all, Aunt Kathy is okay. It's okay now. She wanted me to clarify that it wasn't a peppermint. It was one of them little strawberry candies. But she's doing fine now. Now, I think it's time for the eulogy. Can I get Brother Eric Eddings to come on up? Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Eddings. And I just want to start by saying that I'm so honored in this moment that I've been asked to give the eulogy. I recognize that this is a big job, and I'm not a preacher, but today I'm hoping I might be able to take you to church. I knew Sister Mabel Medea Simmons well as her presence preceded her, and I know that many of you are sad today. You're sad that this is our last go-round with a woman who was so many things to so many. She's held the titles of protector, jester, benefactor, tormentor, and for some, maybe a small few, prophet. If Medea meant something to someone in this room, I'm hoping you can give me, the church, and God a little glory and say amen. 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 I'm going to start here today by uh, grounding us in a story. It's short, but just like so many things about Sister Medea, it's also fairly ridiculous. But I think that telling this story might shine just a little light on who Medea was, what she did for us, and how we might reckon with her loss. If I can do that, let me get the church to just say amen one more time. I'm sorry, y'all. I need a little affirmation. Okay, let's go. About 
eight years ago, Medea's niece Shirley came to her for counsel. Take us back. Take us back. Now, Shirley was dismayed that as her health was failing her, as she battled cancer, instead of supporting her, her children, the ones she gave life to, were fighting. They were caught up in some mess. They were caught up in a little B, and you know the next letter, a little S. Now, we didn't know Sister Medea to have the most intimate relationship to scripture. <laughs> to be honest, we didn't know Sister Medea to have the most intimate relationship with God. But in this moment, in this moment of crisis, when someone close to Medea was in need, she chose the word. She chose the word of God. Now, Medea quoted to Shirley Psalms chapter 107, verse 2. <clears throat> I know some of y'all might not know your Bible like I do, so I'm gonna read it for you. You don't have to look it up. She said to Shirley, and I quote, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Did you catch that? It's important now. It's God talking. I'm gonna say it one more time. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Now, Sister Medea told her that in this moment, since Shirley had been redeemed by the Lord, if someone offends her, including her children, including the people that she gave life to, mm -hmm. when they offend you, you then beat them down, and all you gotta do is say, so, and you will be redeemed. Now, I tell this story not because I think it's the correct interpretation of the word. No, I am certain that this is not what God intended, but her interpretation does highlight a few things that I think say a lot about Sister Medea and why we should celebrate her here today. I'm about to get to the good part, so you better be ready. Number one, when you were in need, when you, when you, when you were in need, Medea was there. If your husband abandoned you, Medea was there. If your mom and your sister got into a fist fight, at the family reunion, at the function, y'all, Medea was there for you. If no one else would give you a job, Medea had your back. And yes, if your children are showing they hold behind, I'm not gonna use the word that has three letters, if they show they hold behind while you are dying of cancer, like cousin Shirley, Medea was there. But that's not all she did. No, that's not all she did. In addition, she advocated for you and your worth. Now, Medea was a fighter. Oh yes, we know that. You do her wrong and you prepare to meet the gun, prepare to meet that Glock in her purse. Now, we all know that our beloved sister Medea was quick, was quick with that wrath. But the point I want to make is that she was always fighting for you. Yes, she was. Now let's, let's bring those two things together. I'm gonna say something a little controversial. I'm sorry, y'all, but after 20 years, after a generation, after two decades, after a whole lot of days, Medea's service is complete. Her job is done. We gotta let her retire. 
we gotta let her rest. We gotta let her move on to be with the Lord. Stay with me now. I know I might have lost a couple of y'all with that. But when Medea came into our lives, her stories felt like the ones we never got to see on screen. She was a bridge. Wait a minute now. I said something. I don't know if y'all heard it. She was a bridge from the Chitlin Circuit to the glitz and the glamour of Hollywood. It seemed like she could do no wrong. We reveled in her success. And then we reveled in how Medea shared that success with our community. Did y'all catch that? Our community. A community that no one else seemed to care about. But others, I'm I'm going to tell the truth here today, y'all. Now, others were bothered by Medea. For them, she was crass. She was dim-witted. Not a reflection of, quote-unquote, the best of us. And it got worse. For many, Medea came from a dark legacy. She reminded them of Geraldine, of Tawanda, of Shanene. And look, we all went to Big Mama's house maybe one time. Some of y'all went twice. And people felt that Medea was a gross misrepresentation of our mothers, of our sisters, of our aunties, and maybe a couple cousins. And that laughing at Medea, laughing at her, made life harder for people trying to affirm their womanhood. Now look, these criticisms are valid and they are important. I'm sorry, I gotta say it. And it's a fair question to wonder if Medea's good outweighs her bad. And look, I can't answer that question, y'all. It's irresponsible, maybe, to think that any one person, anybody but God, could. But I know, are y'all ready today? I said, I know that when Medea came to us, she felt singular. Did y'all catch that? She felt singular. One of her, Uno. There didn't seem to be anyone else. Because we hadn't met Queen Sugar. Ah. Father Chadwick hadn't become the Black Panther. And we hadn't yet fought. I said we hadn't fought our way out of that sunken place. We especially ain't went on a girl's trip. But Medea, her bridge. I said her bridge helped us get to all these places. She flew in the face of those who tried to ignore the value of our story. She showed them that all the stories are valuable, even the ones. I said, even the ones, even the ones full of mess. Whew, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sweating. I'm sweating here today. But we got to bring it on down. More than all of those things, more than all that Medea showed us, she was there for us when we needed her, and she advocated for our Work. Say it again, say it again. Now look, I'm not saying that we forget about Medea after today. Oh no! You don't erase history, good or bad. But we no longer need her bridge. There are a few more out there to get us over. And even more are being built. And for that reason, for that reason, 
her service is over. Sister Mabel Medea Simmons can rest. That can the church say amen just one last time. I want to say thank you, y'all. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good night. Well, you trying to take my job, Brother Eddings. I think you might need to reconsider a call to the ministry. Just say. Well, it's almost that time to say goodbye. But before we go, there's one more person who has something to say. Is that Brother Shaman Ball with your hand up? Oh, now, he's a handsome brother now, isn't he? Come on up, come on up, Brother Shamar. Come on up and talk to us now. Hi, everyone. My name is Shamar, and I came here today to say thank you. As you hopefully know, I'm an actor. But 14 years ago, I was struggling to get out from my daytime soap punk image. God bless you, baby. I couldn't book movies or primetime TV. Well, I did star in The Brothers, but people only paid attention to Morris Chestnut. Anyway, I found myself at an impasse. I'd cultivated this pretty boy, clean-cut image, and no one wanted to give me an opportunity to branch out. Until Medea. When Medea looked at me, she didn't see Shamar, fashion model, devilishly handsome pretty boy actor. She saw Orlando, light-skinned everyman from the other side of the tracks. The guy the lead woman initially looks down on, but knows deep down that she should be with. But something was missing. When I put on my costume for Orlando, the blue shirt, the baggy jeans, and the Air Force Ones, people still saw Shamar. They still saw the man that made thousands of Ani's panties drop. And that was a problem. But one day, Medea came to my trailer and told me she had just the solution I needed. A straight back, cornrow, lace front, wig. Initially, I was nervous because such a bold statement had never been done before. Would people believe it? I wasn't sure what to expect. But the second I put it on and looked in the mirror, I thought, now I'm looking at a guy who's made some bad choices in life. Now, when people saw me as Orlando with the wig on, sure they ridiculed me. I was a laughingstock. Everyone was so confused. They said, why straight backs? Your hairline makes no sense. Did my fake edges have to be so fuzzy? But guess what? They were talking about me. I was viral. That same year, I booked Criminal Minds, and I starred in that show for 12 years. Now I'm on SWAT. What can I say? CBS loves me. And it's all because Medea knew to give me that wig. I'm sad that we're saying goodbye to her today. People may just come into your life for a season, but their effects last forever. Medea and that wig changed the course of my career in ways I couldn't have imagined. And for that, I say Medea from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. The cornrow wig has also gone home to the Lord. Cannot get an amen. Cannot get an amen. Yes, Lord. <sighs> that Medea, oh my. 
Now we've reached the end of this here celebration today. In a second, I'm gonna call up our pallbearers. Can I get brothers Shamar, Derek, Idris, and brother Adam? Can y'all come on up? As Sister Luce and our organ plays us out of the service today, I want you all to think about what Sister Medea meant to you and feel lifted by the hope of what comes next. Because while she's gone on home, she will forever be in our hearts. And besides, you still have all the DVDs. She still owe me money. All right, Sister Luce, take us home. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I by Eric Eddings and Brittany Luce. Kate Parkinson Morgan is our deacon. Our senior deacon is Sarah Abdurrahman. Our editing ministry is led by Emmanuel Berry. Our Urshapol is led by Jorge Just. Brother Cedric Wilson set up the sound for us today. Bobby Lord and Matthew Ball run our music ministry. And a special thank you to all the people that made this home going possible. Jason Parham, James T. Green, Kareem Maddox, and me, Emma Daniel. Hallelujah! When we've been here 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise Y'all, also, the repast is going to be in the basement after the burial. I saw that someone dropped off some potato salad with peas in it. Peas, y'all? Someone come get that. Sister Medea has shot folks for less. <laughs>